Good morning. Welcome to Moms in Real Estate. Today's guest is Christina Westling. She's from Pennsylvania, which is where I was born. So I'm really excited to talk with her. You're going to hear about how she started her career in the midst of all kinds of life changes and how she's able to still be successful through all of that. So let's get started. Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hi, welcome everyone. Hi. Hi. And how are you? Doing good. Yeah. Oh, did you say Christina or Kristen? You like <laughs> Kristen. Then we're gonna say hi, Christina. Uh oh, how's that gonna go? <laughs> so, um, Christina, give us a little bit of background and some information about yourself. Yeah, so I am um, obviously a residential real estate agent. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I've lived here my entire life. I am a mom to a one-year-old boy, um, wife. I have two beagles that are crazy. Um, just balancing, you know, the life of being a mom and running a real estate business, and just trying to enjoy everything, you know, the every minute of life, pretty much. So you are. I, go ahead, Christine. Oh, I, I was just saying, I love how many like new moms get into real estate. So I'm excited to talk to you about that because I feel like um, you've had so many different life changes over the last few years while building your business and, and mm -hmm. yourself one of them. So you definitely have to share that with everyone. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was going to a job that I really wasn't enjoying. Um, I wasn't happy. I knew I wanted, um, knew I wanted more. And I taught, I would just gotten engaged and my husband was like, if you really want to do this with real estate, you know, let's quit your job and let's do this and quit my job. I started working for, um, on a team and doing their transaction work. And then I eventually got my license and started doing everything. Um, during that time, we, got married, got pregnant, had a baby. We sold our first house and then we built the current house that we're in right now. So a lot of things have happened. And then yeah, coronavirus happened during that whole thing too. So so how did you, how did you manage all of those things at once and yet still start a successful real estate career? Talk to talk to the audience about like some of the things you had to maybe um, work on or get through or discipline or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, getting organized, um, definitely is still something I'm, you know, I'm trying to deal with and a big struggle, you know, when you have a newborn, they're not on a schedule there, they do whatever they want. So now at least him being older, he's on a nap schedule. He eats, you know, at a pretty consistent, but in the beginning it was just, chaos and just so yeah but i'm very big on like you know having a calendar um just having reminders for everything because there's no way that i would be able to remember everything off the top of my head so just um keeping those you know calendar schedule 
Um, and setting boundaries too. In the beginning, I felt like I had to overcompensate when I was pregnant because I knew like, is, is someone not going to want to work with me because I have a child? Um, but now it's just setting boundaries and saying, you know, this, I have a one-year-old and even just setting those expectations of, you know, we need some notice. I can't just drop everything and meet you at a house. Um, unless, you know, unless it just hit the market and we know it's going to go really quick, but, um, people that I just meet or, you know, don't know anything about, and they want you to just drop everything, just setting boundaries has really helped, I think. And I'm still working on that. I think that's always a struggle for agents is, um, especially you're still so green in the business, but you feel like you have to drop everything whenever, uh, you know, a buyer or seller like needs you to, but when you have a, a little baby at home, that's definitely hard. So it's good that you're learning that. Yeah. So what are your, what do your clients, I mean, have you lost any clients because of that? Do you feel that your clients really have just been flexible with you and, and that it's been okay? Like talk to about, talk about that. Cause I know that's a huge fear for a lot of agents. A huge yeah. fear. Like if I set boundaries, I'm going to lose business. Yeah. And it, it, that's, the, I think the hardest balance is um, you want to be there for them. And I want them, you know, I, I've gotten that feedback of, you know, she acted like I was the only client that she has, which is what I want to give everyone. I want them to feel like they're my only client, but at the same time, you can't let them step all over you. Um, but yeah, I definitely, when I was pregnant in the hospital, I mean, I was 41 weeks showing new construction homes and, you know, I was past due and in the hospital, it was, I was only there for maybe four days. I know for a fact, I lost at least one client just because I was giving birth. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't, you know, I've realized that I want to work with people that want to work with me, you know, and instead of hiding it and acting like, you know, like, of course I want to be a professional, but at the same time and not make excuses like, Oh, I have a child, but I also don't want to hide that part of myself because I want to get to know my clients and connect with them. And I feel like sharing who you are as an agent is so important. Like we can't just hide who we are, you know? So I'm just trying to embrace that. And like, I've, you know, I, I've taken my, I've taken Wes to closings. He's had to come to showings before. I mean, he now is too big and he'll run around, but you know, I, I had to do what I had to do to, you know, get, get my clients in the house when, you know, whenever we needed to. So. I have to tell you guys a story. So um, there's a girl, shout out to Sochi Johnson because her first year in real estate, she was pregnant. And we had this thing at our office. It was top five commission earners. And she was giving birth the week that she got on top five commission earners. <laughs> out of That's awesome. 50 agents at the time. And so it, that was so empowering. I think for, she worked her butt off and it. I just love, I literally have a mental image of this and it will never go away. <laughs> Yeah. When I, was awesome. when I was pregnant with Matthew, who's now going to be 16, I can't believe it. Um, I used to be like, I was really large. And so I was telling clients and I'd be like, you know, you better choose a house because you don't know when this is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, please don't give birth, you know, like while we're showing, like, please don't have your water break while you're showing a house and stuff like that. But I would have been like, I hope that happens. I would I always want to be around somebody when their water breaks. I think it'd be so fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're demented. 
Um, so tell us where you get your clients from. Like, is it all people that are in your sphere or how do you process, especially with such a young child? Tell us about that a little bit. Yeah. So, um, I kind of started out when I, when I first got my license, I, um, was very eager to get started. So I did start doing Zillow at the time. This was years ago. Um, and that kind of helped jumpstart, you know, just even like meeting strangers that sounds awful, but you know, like converting people that you don't know to trust and like you, you know, which is, is a lot harder than sometimes people that you you talk to every day. Um, so kind of building, you know, like, I guess it kind of helped too, you know, like as putting yourself outside of your comfort zone. Um, so, you know, I started out doing that and then the referrals started to come. I did a lot of networking when I was new too. So just going out, meeting different people. Um, I've done out so many things. I did LinkedIn. I, I met a lot of like loan officers um, different people that I networked with and I'm still really good friends with from LinkedIn just by reaching out through there. And then I've kind of tried, you know, built my business now on like referrals um, and then even building relationships through like uh, Instagram, Facebook, like, you know, you may know someone, but then they feel like they know you because they, they see you every day. So just even like being, being present, posting every single day, getting on my stories, um, just knowing, you know, keeping top of mind. Um, but that's just, you know, I, I always believe in like having, you know, different forms of, you know, having as many forms of, um, you know, like leads coming in as possible. So, but. Yeah. So, you don't want to have all your eggs in one basket. That's for sure. Yeah. So talk a little bit more because we hear a lot about Facebook and Instagram, but talk a little bit more about how, what, how do you utilize LinkedIn? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I've gone away from it, but I used to, um, you know, target people in, in Pittsburgh or target, you know, lawyers, or like I said, I just go and search for mortgage brokers and I would just say like, Hey, do you want to meet up? Like, let's talk, you know, and, um, like even just financial advisors, anyone like that would be like lawyers in a circle, you know, that would be helpful, even like contractors, investors, um, and I would just send a message, you know, just reaching out saying, Hey, do you want to like meet up? Maybe how, how can we help each other's business? Right? Like I want to help other people, you know, mutual, the like mutually beneficial relationships. So just like, how can I help you? How can I send you referrals? What can I do to help out your business? And then obviously them like helping, you know, me out as well. Um, but I've gotten so many people on there. It's, there's like 10,000 connections that it's, it's, it's gone, I've gotten away from it, but it, it was a really good way to um, just connect with different people. Yeah, that's awesome. I love how you value, like, how can I help you? I want you to help me, but how can I help you? I think that is the greatest mindset in real estate or any sales business is to lead with value and, and be mutually beneficial. Mm -hmm. So yeah, what, definitely. what are your goals? What are your dreams? Like, why are you... What are you going for? What's your next best thing? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm 
I'm happy where I'm at. Like it, I did go to, you know, I've been at a couple of different brokerages. I, I feel like I finally found the place where I'm happy and content with uh, my broker and not having to worry about any of that. Um, I'm happy with the team that I'm on, um, but just, I'd like to double my production um, is kind of my goal right now. You know, I have these like big goals for myself of what I want to do um, and just even getting there's so much technology with listings and how to like, you know, pricing is obviously the biggest factor, but even just marketing the listing, getting the most exposure, um, really big on like social media marketing and, um, you know, getting thousands and thousands of views on these houses and just, you know, trying to show clients like, yeah, adding same thing, adding value of, I'm not going to just take pictures with my iPhone and slap it on. And like, we're in such a heavy seller's market that your house is just going to sell because now we're seeing way more for sale by owners because people think, wow, this is so easy. My agent didn't even do anything. My big thing is just adding, how can I add value? And also it's, you know, we all know this, once you get the house under contract, like that's one thing, but making it to the closing table, getting through all those challenges and getting creative with things that come up is the other thing. So, um, you know, just always like adding value. And that's my big goal is just to get more with listings. And, and I, I've always kind of been heavy on those first time home buyers just because that's what I, you know, just always attracted. But yeah, my goal is to get more, to like at least half listings, half buyers, um, even helping because the inventory is so low, getting more listings to help those buyers out. So that's kind of my, um, those are some of my goals. Um, I wanted real quick before I even forget, you guys um, in your state were the only state that was deemed not essential for real estate. And I feel like people would want to hear about what it was like. Yeah. So everyone was angry um, <laughs> um because it was kind of like it, it was almost an ego check right you're you're being told that you're not essential your job you know as real estate agents were like oh we're all so great you know now i'm joking but um just being told like you can't do what you're supposed to do um so we we did get creative um our office and our team we were doing the 3d uh walkthrough tours like the matterport where um you know we could click through the house so we you know send that off um even yeah doing virtual showings zoom meetings every everything was on zoom um they're trying you know doing closings in a parking lot like everyone's wearing gloves you're just like sitting in your car signing um doing all of these things even doing drive by appraisals, not even going in the house. So we were just trying to think of any creative way that we could still sell houses. So I think it's helped because it's helped bring the technology that we already have had, you know, just we're everyone's starting to do more um, because a lot of people maybe weren't utilizing those 3D walkthrough tours because, you know, they felt like they didn't need to, but now it's like, okay, you can eliminate a lot of buyers by doing the videos, doing the walkthrough tours, then you don't have a lot of foot traffic and you're kind of getting rid of those people that aren't very serious. Um, but yeah, it was tough. And, you know, people I'm sure were caught doing things they weren't supposed to be doing, but I, and I, you know, may, may have left people, lost people because I said, I'm not going to lose my license over this. Um, but we did have closings. People did close during it. Um, and we were able to get things done. So in, in the 
grand scheme of things, it was only three months. So, um, you know, and then it, I feel like it almost strengthened our market because all these people weren't allowed to do anything. And we have just seen this explosion of 20, 20 plus showings in a day, every, you know, every hour, every half hour, people are um, going in these houses, they're selling, you know, the first day, um, or even if they go into multiple offers, it's 20, 30,000 above asking. So it's just kind of even, I feel like strengthened our market. Um, but yeah, now everything is getting back to normal, which is great, except for, you know, not having any houses, <laughs> but yeah, so we just, my husband just read to me this morning that in our state, um, it might go to all mandatory when you're in public wearing masks and stuff. So is that what it's around you or no? Oh, yeah. So for the our showings, um, when, we, when we first were allowed to be out, we had to wear the shoe covers, gloves, masks, sign all these forms. I don't know. We had, I don't know if you guys have forms, but we had like these forms we have to sign. Now it's get it, you know, now we're masked and we're not doing the gloves, but yeah, going out, uh, if you go to the grocery store, you have to wear a mask. Um, that that's kind of, it. and then that's where people are kind of going back and forth. Like some businesses are requiring it and we're like still, you know, like we're only at like maybe some of the restaurants are like 25% capacity or half capacity. And, you know, it's like, you have to wear your mask when you go into the restaurant or you're walking around, but like, obviously when you're eating, you can't be wearing the mask. So it's just, you know, it's crazy, but it's strange. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what would you say, what would you say from the start of your career until now has been like your biggest struggle? And how have you overcome that? I feel like a, a big struggle, you know, just always wanting to do more, I think is, is, and I guess that could be good and bad of just like, never, I don't want to say like never being happy. I'm happy, but it's like you, I always set the next goal. Um, so I just don't feel like I'm where I would like to be, you know, like I, but I feel like most agents, you know, you hit that next goal and you just make another one anyways. Um, so the struggle of just always wanting to do more, um, and even having like that, I don't want to say like, I guess it's like an imposter syndrome of like feeling like, Oh, is this really me? Am I really doing this? Well, like, you know, is, is that, can I be that person? Um, but yeah, just even struggling, I think with, um, dealing with rejection, but I feel like it's like, you just get better with handling it. You know, like I said, you have to learn that not everyone's going to vibe with you and, you know, something could happen and you just have to move on. And I don't let myself, um, get as upset as I used to, you know, you, I give myself like an hour to like worry about it or be sad about it and then move on. It's like, I can't, you know, it's on to the next one. If I lose a client, there's always going to be the next one. Or if a deal falls through, we're moving on to the next one. So those have just kind of been some struggles, but like just learning, you know, to move on. And where I was when I first started, I felt like I was so fragile and I don't know, I was like, I don't know how I'm ever going to get through this. And now it's like, I've just become so much more tougher and confident in who I am as an agent, as a person. Yeah, I feel like after reading your questionnaire, it really seems like real estate's helped you grow into like not only like confident in real estate, but just confident in your life, confident as a mm -hmm. mother. And I yeah. think it's so powerful. Like I feel like real estate was that for you. Like it mm -hmm. yeah, I love that. Oh, thank you. 
Yeah, sales will do that to you. It'll either beat you down <laughs> or you'll be like, okay, I have rhinoceros skin. And it's so funny because I've been doing sales for over like 20 years, almost 20 years now. And still I have days where I'm like, ow. <laughs> so it's, yeah, you get tougher, that's for sure. But you've got to be willing to push through because it never fully goes away. Yeah, I know. Well, I want to thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. I know that somebody's going to be encouraged to um, know, hey, you know what? She did it afraid and she did it afraid or whatever and um, and is experiencing success. So thank you so much for um, telling us all about what's going on. I appreciate you. you very much. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Okay, you guys, next week, please tune in um, for another wonderful guest on Moms in Real Estate. I'll see you guys later. Thank you. Bye.